Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello, one and all. This is Bakabites, a show where we talk about what we are watching this week in anime. I am your host, Frank Furter, and with me today is the mitochondri- Ugh, Mitochondria Armada, Magically Average. Thank you. Oh, god damn. I almost went into the freaking like, outro there. I don't know what I just did. Hmm. We're going to keep this. It doesn't matter. Right. Dude, what a cl- Dude, my brain. My brain fried. It's one of those it days. Fried. It's a Monday. It's, it's, it's a Monday. Yeah. Dude, this is a doozy of a Monday. But uh, honestly, speaking of doozies, this season... It's about to be a doozy. This is, this is a good season. There's a lot of I'm enjoying this season. Yeah. There's a lot of very promising I, shows. Yeah, and I really like I'm intrigued and I'm just like, ooh, I hope this goes well. And I have a feeling some will, some won't. But um yeah, I got a few like just quick hits I want to talk about. There's just like I mean, things I'll be talking about throughout the show. Um I have not watched the newest episode of Jobless Reincarnation, so that will be not on today's docket. And I have not watched the newest episode of Miroku, Miro, Miruko-chan. God, I can't pronounce that show. Uh, but you did, so I know I'll save that for you. Uh, you I know that's going to be a quick hit for you. But for me, this week, I will be talking about Platinum End, Talked Op Destiny, and Digimon Ghost Game. Because I had a, two plane rides, and I fell asleep on one of them. And the other, I was like, cool, we're going to watch some shows and see how this shit goes. And, uh, yeah. I'm really pissed at Funimation's stupid app still. We were talking about this beforehand, but like... Yeah. I, when I saw that merger, I was like, please just at least move everything to Verve or Crunchyroll, because Funimation's site is hot garbage. This boo-boo. I mean, it wasn't even the site. It was their app. Like, their app was... Oh. I downloaded an episode, and it was just like, hey, yeah. You can see them talking, you can hear them talking, and then five seconds later, you're going to get the subtitles. It's like... I mean, everything about their what? site is so much more, so much inferior to Verve and, and Crunchyroll. It's embarrassing, but 
Anywho, it's so it's so silly. But uh, what do you got for me this week? What are, what are we talking about this week? This week we're gonna talk about my senpai is annoying. We're gonna talk about Talked Up Destiny I'm, I'm Two, which I love. I I watched the first episode of that and had high hopes, and my expectat- expectations were blown out of the water. So I'm I'm it was very very pleased. We can keep that one for probably last because the both yeah. of us watched that one, and we probably we yeah we we both have opinions on that one so we'll leave that one for last so where do you want to start do you want to start with your quick hit of miru uh miru you can just God, call it, it, it ghost. i will get it i will get it one day just call it like ghost girl or something or ghoulie girl mm. okay talk about Go- ghoulie girl ghoulie, <laughs> ghoulie girl with lots of fan service this i mean this episode was basically just more fan service than it was plot we sad yeah i know i think it's just Maybe. it was just a continuation of sort of like the ending scene from the previous episode where she's talking to her friend and one of the spirit entities or ghouls sort of like steps in front of her and she's like well it's kind of hard to ignore you when i'm talking to someone but you're in front of me yeah. and it's hard to see past you it was a lot of just those like situations that came about like they're in the locker room spoiler alert lots of fan service there no surprise but you don't say her friend it, like asks her to get something out of her locker because she's too afraid to open it after overhearing girls talk about a scary horror story they heard on tv with like a severed head in a locker so her friend's like just open it up for me and she's like yeah there's nothing in here duh and then she's like oh but can you get my phone off the top I, i'm not tall enough to reach it right now and it got pushed back somehow and so she reaches up there and there's like a ghoul up there that like mm. kind of touches well it looks like it touches her and then she's like well <laughs> this can't get any worse and then there's a scene where there's a ghoul that's like in her friend's desk that starts wrapping him themselves around her friend and she's like well how can't you can't feel this what's going on and her friend's just acting normal so i guess we get a taste for like the fact that these things she can see and i presumably can she can feel them and hear them and smell them because there's a part where like one of them kind of like breeze on her and she's like oh god um (laughs) but she's i think she realizes very slowly throughout the episode because there's a lot of scenes that involve this but she realizes that like she's the only one like she really can not only see them but she can hear them and feel them and smell them and no one else can has any senses when it comes to them like they can't feel them hear them see them I'm just waiting for one of them to become her friend, and that's what the show becomes. That would be awesome. I don't think be that's going to be the case, though. I don't want to. No, probably not. Yeah, but that was. But it. what if it's like one of them is like a hunky ghost man? She's like, ooh, ooh, I, yes, I can see you. I see. I thought maybe they were gonna like go more silly with them at some point, and there was like a slight hope that they might, like just a really like, like oh, this could be kind of funny, but. It just turned terrifying. There's a scene where they're both in line at this like bake shop, and she's looking up the uh, Miku, we'll call her, um, our main character, Ghoulie Girl. She's looking up the menu, and her friend's like, come on, get in line. And she's like, okay. And so she steps over into the line, and her friend's like, what are you doing? Like, get in line. And she goes, oh, God. And she looks up, and then she's in a line of just all ghouls. And she's like, why... Oh. 
book. The hell are they lining up? What is happening? And she peers around they the corner. their coffee. Well, I thought it'd be something funny, like another little shop is set up, right, next mm-hmm. to the bake shop, but it's just for ghouls. I'm like, oh, that'd be hilarious. That's where the comedy comes in. Nope, they just went dark and terrifying with it. Around the corner, there's this, like, giant-looking angler fish monster creature that's just eating them. So they're all standing in line oh. waiting to get eaten. So it's like the suicide booth from Futurama, but uh, for ghosts. Yeah, pretty much. Ghosts. Pretty much. Neat. But, like, next-level terror, because it's just this giant, creepy-looking fish blob monster thing with not sharp teeth, just random human teeth. Hmm. Just nomming on them. And they're just patiently waiting to get nommed on. You know what they could have done to make this funny? Instead of human teeth, they make them like granny dentures. I mean, what, and the, the dentures pop out or something when they get like a, a tough yeah. a tough ghoul to chew on? Yeah, something like that. And then you kind of gum them around for a little bit. You see them swirl in the mouth. They're... And then it's just like, oh, let me get my, let me get my dentures back. Ugh. They definitely went more for the fan service and then comedy in this one. Yeah, but I still it, it's still interesting. I'm I'm starting to want to know more about the plot now, though, because I feel like they've they've set it up really quickly in the first episode. And this one was just it kind of felt like a filler, more or less, where they're they're slowly getting to this, I guess, underlying plot. But it's good. It's it's if you can get past the fan service, it's it's actually very yeah, entertaining. That's how it's- like, the only show that I've really kind of continued watching, well, there's a few of them out there, but, like, on purpose fan service, like, it is aware, um, was Food Wars. That was, like, the only one I really <laughs> kind of just kept following because, like, there was a, not necessarily a purpose to the fan service, but there was, like, there was a justification as shitty as it was, but it was, like, that show was great. That show was fantastic. There was... Don't, don't you... Don't you talk bad about my boy. There were some my boy Soma. <laughs> there were some episodes my girlfriend watched um How Heavy Are the Dumbbells That You Lift and there were some episodes where I would just walk in and I'm like, Man, you yell at me a lot for some of the stuff that I watch, but I, I basically anytime I've walked in on her watching it, it was like either mm-hmm. dudes that were absurdly ripped in no clothes or women that were also in no clothes but like had things like barely a tatter of clothes covering up sensitive areas. It was like every food, single time. Food wars, but dumbbells. Food wars, but working out. Yeah, and she was. Nice. And apparently, she did research. She was like, "Oh, the manga is worse. It it is full on nudity there." And I'm like, "Yep, I kind of expected that." So classic. Yeah, there's plenty of them out there. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, yeah. No, I'll, I'm just gonna jump straight into Platinum End because. You, I know, were like, no, I'm out. This isn't me. This isn't my show. And I'm just like, this is just Future Diaries, but different. Yeah. And it's it, fu- it's it's Future Diaries, but different. <laughs> I was going to say, it didn't, like, it didn't really catch me at first when we watched the trailer. It, and then you just immediately pounced on it and was like, it's Future Diaries or like whatever that show is. Yeah. And I'm like, not Mirai Nikki, Future Diary, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, it's not in my wheelhouse. This is all you. So, I mean, it's spooky season. So I was like, okay, this is kind of spooky. It, like, it, it'll be spooky ish, I think, going forward, but, uh, or suspenseful. I shouldn't say spooky, but 
Oh, let's see if I can get through the long of it short because they really add, like, they throw a shit ton at you in this first episode. So basically, Kid is just like, yeah, I graduated middle school or some something like that. I don't, I think it was middle school. And uh, he's like, cool, I don't care about life. I'm going to throw myself off a building. So he throws himself off a building. Uh, and then an angel, like, swoops down and saves him before hitting the ground. But, like, you also kind of hear, like, you hear the noise, like, it goes black, and you hear the noise as if he hit the ground, so I'm wondering if this is all just one, like, major just dream of his in the long run. We'll see. I don't know. Long story short, Angel saves him. Angel's like, hey, like, I can give you either the power of wings, and you can fly anywhere and be free. At this, Like, you can fly at the speed of sound, and you'll t- your body will totally be fine, and nothing wrong will happen. Or, I can give you this, like, crystal gun and you shoot this red crystal at people and they'll fall in love with you madly in love with you they'll do anything for you i'm sorry wait hang on those are two wildly different superpowers that's like being like Mm. hey listen i'm gonna give you the power to teleport basically anywhere in the world instantaneously or the ability to turn your farts into food i mean yes please I, it's a it's it is a tough decision. I will admit, mine's actually probably tougher than the wings or love gun. But what's I don't, a, I don't know. But like, I mean, I fart a lot, so I I would like the fart to food thing. That'd be great. It would be pretty convenient. But like, what's just what's get the, over the fact that you know your fart is food. What's the correlation? Like, where did they draw so the I'll, line I'll, I'll between to, I'll, I'll, flying I'll and? I don't know. I don't know. It is what it is. It's like the angels' powers because all the angels have these powers, but some of them have other powers. I don't know. So, anyways, he's like. You know what? Por que no las dos? I want both. And she, the angel's like, "Sure, yeah, here you go." And she's, he's like, "Wait, no, I no 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 wait, 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 time out one more time." That what? Yeah. You can just ask for she's both, like, and they're which, like, "Sure." She's like, "Which?" Well, yeah. She's like, "Which one do you want?" And he's like, "I want both." And she's like, "Okay, sounds good." He's like, "Wait, no, I thought you said one." She's like, "Yeah, we phrase it that way, but you could technically ask for both, and we'll we'll say yes." He's like, "The fuck?" What? That's that is that is so, total horseshit. Yeah, so he uh, decides, like, yeah, I'm going to go fly around the world, like, flies to Ireland, and is just like, oh, this is pretty neat. And after that, it's just like, hey, like, the angel is like, oh, yeah, here, the gun thing you have, if you shoot anybody with it, they'll fall madly in love with you. They'll do whatever you want. And he was like, oh, well, okay, like, I don't really care about this. And he's like, yeah, you could shoot your aunt and uncle who you live with. Oh, by the way, his... His mom and dad dead, dead, and I think he had a sister, sister, brother, younger sister, younger brother. I don't know whichever one, all dead, in an accident. And the angel's like, yeah, you could shoot. Like he lives with his aunt and uncle, really abusive family. Like doesn't give a shit about him. Like Cinderella, but worse. Like there's no no upside. No Prince Charming at the end, etc. Um, so he's like, yeah, you could shoot your aunt or uncle, and uh, they'll like confess to you that they killed your parents and he's like hold up to fuck what that was an accident it was supposed it was it was an accident right and he's like no 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 your aunt and uncle framed it as an accident but they killed they killed your parents because they wanted the money like they were like if you they killed the parents they would have gotten all the inheritance from the parents down the line and then they took in the son for insurance money, but you find that out a little bit later. Anywho, so he's like, um, sure, let's go and see if this actually works because this is just a dream, right? Like, I don't, like, I, yada, yada, yada. Supersonic speed flies from Ireland back to Japan, goes to his, like, aunt and uncle's house, 
Ant's sitting on the couch smoking a cigarette, like, oh, by the way, I need you to go get me this, like, hop to it. And he just stands there, like, you know, kind of just like, Ugh. And she's like, what the fuck are you doing? You're creeping me out. Go get the fuck out of here and go get the thing I need. And so she, like, finally stands up, starts yelling at him, and he shoots her with a red crystal thing. It, like, looks like it's just, like, literally kills her. And then all of a sudden she snaps out of it. Like, she's like, Ugh, And then just, like, snaps out of it and is like, I'm so in love with you. I want your body. Like forces him on the wall. Just like, yeah, it got weird. And then, uh, yeah, you can, you can chime in there, buddy. I don't know what to say though. Like, because I was about to say a joke about how it would be really funny if it was a real gun and the angel just came down and was like, ha psych. I just gave you the power to fly. This is just a nine millimeter. And then he's like, oh crap. But then it turned, it's, it's a, then it turned into a giant ass crystal. It's not even a gun. It's just a fucking crystal that comes out of the palm of his hand. That's just like, ha ha. But then it turned incesty. Yeah. And then I didn't want to say anything because yeah, I got well, very it gets, scared. It only, it only gets worse. Well, now hang on. <laughs> how, <laughs> how can you get worse from whole family dies, oh, mystery, you. murder, incest? If you can get worse than those four things, if you can top it off with a fifth, just, off the wall all right let's hear it so they they do the flashback whole thing of like she's like going into like he asked the question did you kill my family and she like completely confesses like blaming me uncle like he made me do it he it was his plan etc and like divulges like we did it for the money we took you in because insurance and then they do the whole entire flashback of like the family like getting in the car oh they're such a happy family ooh they're about to go take the youngest to ch- school and the other guy like the little kid whose main character is like walking to school instead of getting a ride and then they like start the car car blows up and he just goes fucking yeets into like the neighborhood of just like you know explosion and then uncle comes home and the two of them start fighting because you know he's like what the fuck are you doing you're betraying me why would you do this yada 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 and then, like, kid is just like, holy shit, this this is real. This isn't a dream. This is real. This is all real. Or no, not yet. He doesn't do this yet. He does this after this next part. But he basically is like, both of you should have been the ones that died, not my family. You two are scumbags. You both should die. And the ants hears that. Is like, bet. Gets a kitchen knife. Stabs herself in the neck. And homeboy, or like, the uncle is just like, what the fuck just happened? And then homeboy is just standing there like, oh, my God, this is real. Like, he, like his hand is in the blood. He's like, this is real blood. This is, oh, my God, what just, what the shit is going on? And so the angel's explaining, oh, yeah, if they've ever done something in life that is, like, guilty enough to, like, their conscience would be guilty enough to, like, kill themselves or be, be dead when they're under your control or brain control with the, like, love gun, they'll do what you say. If you want them dead, they'll kill themselves. And he's like, oh, shit. What the fuck? And then runs out of there. I don't remember where he goes. And then this, like, angel's like, oh, yeah, by the way, there's going to be a competition. Like, the reason why I gave you all this is, like, there's going to be a competition in which, oh, right. He goes to a hotel, makes the hotel guy fall in love with him, and he gets a free room and stay. And, yeah, convenient, right? Um, But he's basically, or the angel is basically like, you can do this, like, use this power to do whatever you want with, like, you can go and have your own, like, like, what do you want to do? And he's like, well, I want to be happy, but this, this doesn't make me happy. Like, I don't know what I want to do. 
And she's like, well, why don't you go kill your uncle or have your uncle killed or whatever? He's like, no, that's not what I want. This seems like a very, very strange angel. I'm getting very strange vibes. It is like a white angel. Like the whole thing is like a white bodysuit, like, but it's not a bodysuit. They're like naked, but they're not naked because there's no like nipple. There's no like, you know, under part, but like. They're in a morph suit. They're in an angel morph suit. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. And so um, she was like, okay, well, instead of them killing, like, cause he didn't, he basically didn't want to kill his uncle to where like, he like sees him stab himself. Like he did his aunt or like, you know, have like a painful death instead. Oh, which by the way, rewind real quick. I'm terrible at this. I'm terrible at my timelines. I got to write shit down, but I don't, um, when the aunt dies, like you see another angel, like a lesser angel. Cause there are apparently levels of angelness. Um, you see another angel come out of the fucking ceiling of the apartment, pick up the ant's soul, and like ascend into the ceiling again. Oh, so it's like I was yeah. I was hoping the angel would pick it up and just yeet it down. Yeah, <laughs> just yeah, that would have been great. People's elbow down, right down to the the bottom, to the tar pits. Yeah, but basically, he kind of like gives the speech of like, I don't want to use this power for bad. I don't want to be good. Like, I I want to find happiness. And she's like, okay. Here's gun part two. Here's a white crystal. If you shoot this, they'll have a painless death. Do you want to kill your uncle now? And this has to stop. This has to stop. Yeah. 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 This is why I'm just like, this is kind of a shit show in all the best ways. Like, this is interesting in all the worst ways. So uh, he's like, no, no, I don't really want to do that. And he's like, why are you giving me this stuff? Why are you doing this? And she's like, oh, yeah, I forgot. You're one of the 13 candidates on Earth to become the next god. And he's like, da fuck what? And she's like, you'll find out more about it later, and you'll probably find them, but uh, there's going to be a competition to who's going to be next god, and you're one of them. Congratulations. And while she's telling him this, uh, you see another dude like in a limo in like a parking lot, and he's got like six girls in the limo with him, and he's like, you know, he's just a scumbag. And you can see like the... like. The gun and the wings, like, they have, like, a a red halo around their neck for the wings and, like, a red halo around their wrist for the gun. And you can see that this guy has the red, like, a red halo around his wrist, so you know he has a gun. But somebody, like, while she's describing, like, the angel's describing this, somebody else just rips off the door and this, like, the only thing I could say is, have you played Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep? Or know of Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep? No. Mick would be disappointed in you. Anywho... Uh, they're basically like body suits. Like they are in full metal, like armor body suits that are colorful and such. And like this guy rips off the door and the person who's in the limo is like, what are you doing? And he pulls out the red thing and the guy's like, huh, you only have red. And he like shows the white crystal and just shoots this man and he dies. And like, so like, this is all ex- like happening as she's explaining, oh yeah, there's 13 candidates. So you're all going to fight to the death and have fun so now we're down to 12 uh i don't know because i don't know if all the candidates have to have both white and red guns or what so Hmm. yeah but um basically she explains that and says that every person who is a candidate has their personal angel and that's that's the end of it so that's platinum man what episode one this is a lot of information thrown at you the hell yep it's fucking weird I, in all the best and worst ways. I, there's just there's that was too much, too much for me to handle, and I was listening. I couldn't imagine watching it. 
like listening it took yeah, out, like was, i'm tired now i want to go take a nap i was on a plane watching this this was in- <laughs> that's that's scary <laughs> enough like i know i had my like i had my phone in between my hands and i had it pretty close to my face i was like nobody else is watching this yeah. nobody else is watching this but um yeah that was that um i was gonna say i'll probably watch a couple more episodes and we'll see how it goes so like how do you what do you do now like how do you go on after that like how can they make you it start the the god contest yeah but like the god contest is not as interesting as just how he got the powers and then the immediate aftermath of him getting these powers yeah I mean, it just kind of sets the stage of, like, here's a brutal world. Here's just a kid who's got nothing to lose because he literally has nothing in life. Yeah. And uh, you're contesting to be the one of the next gods. He's like, but I just said, like, before I committed suicide, I just said I wanted to be happy. And he just, like, yeets himself off a building. That's the only reason why the angel, like, saved him. It's just like, hmm, yeah, about that. So I'm suspicious we'll of this, this angel. Yeah, I mean... Uh, there's a lot of watch future diary watch future diaries there are very 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 similar uh connections here so mm. yeah um but real quick i do want to talk about digimon ghost game before you go on to your next <laughs> hit and, um, I, i'm excited to hear about this because i when i saw it on the list i was like yeah digimon so it's it's interesting like uh, we were told it was dark digimon in which a digimon is stealing the life force of like people which that is episode one basically like it is the future, like, holograms are everywhere, and people think these holograms are, like, they're just holograms, but they're Digimon, and the, there's one, like, uh, Clockomon or whatever, like, the clock guy with, like, the head over the clock, yeah. Time wizard like, from Yu-Gi-Oh, he, but in Digimon form. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but in Digimon form, he's literally doinking people with a giant hammer and is, like, stealing their life. Don't say doinking. Them old. Please don't say doinking. doinking. Anywho. Mm. Well, he he doinks them. <laughs> so, so uncomfortable. Anywho, he hits them in the head with a hammer and basically like a bubble forms around them and he steals their life force and they become old as shit, but they don't die. And uh, episode one ends with like him discovering his dad disappeared but left a watch and the watch is now Digimon and Digimon are like digital, but they're also in like physical beings that come into this world and he now has a Digimon that is now quote unquote his little brother and now he has to feed his little brother and little brother uh fucking beats up the clock because you know he's impervious to the freaking time wizard man so yeah beats up the clock once the clock is beat up a little bit uh all that time has gone away but or like gone back to the bodies of people but like clock boy is still alive so that's episode one what questions (laughs) um not questions more observations it seems like they took the one episode of Yu-Gi-Oh where time wizard drains joey's life when he's fighting in the tournament against uh is it pegasus i think i don't know probably yeah i haven't watched it in forever it's like they took that episode and made it into a show but then also added like some digimon Steps. stuff yeah maybe but like but like they added things that are digital but they're not digital and everybody thinks that this like digimon is a hologram but it's not a hologram but it is a hologram and every like digimon that they fight are holograms but like the physical Digimon can hit the hologram Digimon. I don't know. I watched the first two episodes. The second episode didn't get any more clarification. <laughs> like none whatsoever. Like there was like a mummy Digimon. What are you confused mon, about? I think it's-, it's a clock Digimon that sucks life force from people. He's a Digimon, but he's not a Digimon. He's sort of both. What's the confusion? 
I like this is highbrow stuff here, Frank. I'm I'm sorry if you don't yeah, get it. Well, yeah. Well, the second episode <laughs> is about Mummymon, which is a mummy Digimon. Yeah, who is just like apparently like people have started disappearing or like being like people have seen be other people become mummified and like carried away by a, a hologram, which for all intents and purposes, this Digimon is a hologram, and. It's basically the long story short of it. This mummy is actually a doctor, but the doctor like studies about mummification is like, oh, I can help people who are like upset with life and grant them eternal life by mummifying them. Why is this just Scooby-Doo now? No, I, but really. And then at the end of the episode, it's like, oh, uh, the little brother Digimon and brother human, like, the Digimon digivolves and becomes bigger Digimon and burns like some of the tissue paper, whatever that the mummy is doing and beats up the mummy. And is like, the boy is like, Hey, you're just a doctor, right? Yeah. Mummification, not a good thing. Why don't you go to the, one of the hospitals and study under some of the doctors there? And you'll see how you can help people because this mummy just wanted to help people. And the mummy's like, okay, that seems logical. I'm a go now, but it's still digital. It's not like a, it, it looks like a hologram. It doesn't look physical. It's just a hologram Digimon. And I would have gotten oh, yeah, away with way, it too if it weren't for you meddling kids. But and like, that dumb he Digimon. Get arrested, he doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't get arrested. Doesn't get killed. Doesn't do anything. Well, yeah, He's it's Digimon. Like, but just like he, uh, it's so confusing because what is digital? What isn't? Why is this one Digimon digital and the other isn't? And then like. All throughout the first two episodes, they're kind of following a girl who's, like, famous on Instagram, but also just, like, very young because they're all in middle school. Mm. And she's, like, investigating all of these digital things. And then at the end of the episode two, the main character sees this girl walking on the street and sees a Digimon behind her that is still digital and invisible to people. So, oh, yeah, Digimon are invisible to people until they become flesh and blood type things. It's just so fucking just... I'm so confused as to what the fuck is going on and like the like main plot is like homeboy just wants to find his dad who's now in this digital world potentially like because he just bibbity bopped like got zapped out of his room one day and like left like an oval like as if it just got vaporized so yeah i don't know it's weird i probably won't watch another episode because <laughs> i was on a plane and i wanted to watch something to pass the time and this was it and this is not it no Man, I I had it. hopes for it too, because it did look. It is darker. Yeah, that's what interested me. Like it, it seemed like it was they were getting more into like because I I mentioned it on a previous episode, but I collect the Digimon card game now, and it's because it's coming. They're actually revamping it, and it's coming back again. And I mean, like looking at the cards yeah. and knowing some of like the old video games, like it's kind of creepy. Like you know, it's on par with like Yu Gi Oh level, where it's kind of like kind of weird monsters, like. Little creepiness, Yu-Gi-Oh's now it's just yeah. like all lolly stuff. But I was yeah. like, I don't know. but I was like, ooh, this will be this will be interesting because it's Digimon, and I think they can do really well, like really well with it. But with them like blending the real world with the digital world, because the whole thing with Digimon was that like you enter into the digital world because it's Digimon yeah, no, digital like... monsters. So like the fact that it's kind of like merged and it's like one weird universe of like them kind of yeah. coming together, like that's 
People are like, mm. oh, we advanced technology, and now we have holograms everywhere, and holograms yeah, are but, the digital world. Uh, it's just like, uh, what? I don't like it. Yeah, I'm, I may watch one more episode just to see if there's any further clarification as to what the fuck is the digital world and what isn't the digital world and why these monsters are actual things and not digital. I don't know. We'll see. All right. We'll see. That's yeah, Digimon. You get one more episode before I eat you into the the bucket of dropped yeah, shows for I the season. Doink you, as you would hey, say. Doink is doink is just a good word. Okay, it's, it can describe only, a lot of things. Only in certain situations and when it's appropriate. Most of the time, it's not appropriate to say that. It is appropriate to say that the clock person with a giant wooden hammer doinked him in the Mm-mm. head, and that was that. Mm-mm. You get bonked. Yeah. Kerplunked him maybe, but doink no. You gotta stop. Why? That's just we don't say doinked around here. Unless there's like a racial thing that I don't know about and I'm gonna <laughs> feel terrible about later. I'm gonna Listen, continue to use the word because it's funny. With when the birds and the bees meet, they. Do, I'm just never mind. No, I, I know what I knew with that. That's what you were getting at. But I was just like, just in case, let's cover my bases <laughs> because I am that oblivious. Um, but moving straight along, what else you got for us? So there's one show that actually they have two episodes out now. I didn't mention it earlier, but it's the, uh, the, the vampire dies in no time. Oh, right. The madhouse one. It's a, it's interesting. Um, it's, it is full fledged comedy. Like it, like there's no, there's really no part in which they're not trying to be humorous. Um, but basically uh, to, to recap it just super quick, we follow a vampire hunter whose name is Ronaldo. And his, like in the first episode, he's asked to go find the progenitor. And uh, I can't remember his other title, uh, Draluk who lives in like this big ass mansion. It's basically supposed to be like Dracula. Um, and not Dracula. Yeah. And he's, they're like, okay, I have to go save this kid. He got, captured at least that's what people think i'm gonna go fight this horrible demon vampire who's like lived forever and has sucked the blood of many people and can never die i can't wait to face him opens up the door the door hits the vampire and the vampire turns to sand and that's basically how the first 30 seconds go so we it ends up being that the vampire hunter and dreluk team up and become like a vampire hunting duo in a city slash world where everyone's aware that vampires exist. There's actually like different levels of vampires and some can be cured. So like if a, if a low level vampire bites you, you become like a pseudo vampire. So you still like have fangs and you still can get killed by the same effects of a vampire, but you don't have like the power and, life like eternal life that most other vampires have but there's like a cure for it apparently like that it was mentioned in in like the second episode i think they're like oh we can just take him to the hospital and he'll they'll give him a shot and he'll be fine and i'm like did we did i my brain skip a beat did we want to retrace that and go back to that which i'm sure they'll back it up yeah i'm sure they'll do it in the future but yeah it's like like vampires are not out of the ordinary basically so gotcha. yeah so i mean it's it's also like structured episode wise similar to kobayashi where like there are many 
things happening throughout one episode. There's not like one, it's yeah. not a cohesive storyline throughout. Um, so like, for instance, Ronaldo wrote a book, his publisher's waiting on a second book. This is a scary dude that has a, his fighting style is axe technique and everyone at the publishing company has to have a fighting technique. And so he scares the living shit out of Ronaldo and threatens it with an Iron Maiden if he doesn't get his manuscript in on time for the second one. Shows up, catches him, and throws him in the Iron Maiden, which doesn't have any spikes. It just has a laptop in it, so it forces him to write it, <laughs> basically. <laughs> like, funny stuff like that throughout. Um, I will say the one sort of downside about it is that it is... It's really fast. Like, it, they kind of, like, really rush through these little different stories throughout each episode. So it feels like little gags. Yeah. Yeah. So it feels like you're like, there's no time to really like take in what just happened or breathe. They're just like "Uh, funny, 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 constant, keep it going. Comedy, humor, laugh, laugh, you fucking laugh. Damn it. Um, (laughs) Yeah. yeah. (laughs) So that's like one, one thing that I noticed. And then the other thing is like the, the animation style is weird. Granted, it fits perfectly. There's like a, somewhat of a noir kind of feel to it the intro is a bop too like the intro is cool if you like sort of like the noir type uh i guess how to like like not like like detective style like intros and music like it it fits that perfectly it's super cool but the animation is really weird it looks i don't know how else to put it 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 looks like the lines aren't perfect if that makes any sense like it kind of looks rough but it it fits the whole like aesthetic of the show, so I can get past it. Um, I, I mean, it's it's funny. I've watched the first two episodes. It is funny. Uh, it it's just I don't know if we're ever it's ever going to get to like a cohesive storyline. They hinted at this next episode that there's like some overarching vampire hunting group story. Yeah, like well, there's like a vampire hunting group, and Ronaldo's a part of it, and I'm guessing that they're gonna have to try to introduce Jerluk into it since he is a vampire and he's teaming up with a vampire hunter. So, but other than that, you know, it's just gonna be funny little pieces of of story and and plot throughout each episode, which not gonna complain, but um, definitely wondering where they're gonna go with it. So it's good. And then the other one is my senpai is annoying. Uh, super funny slice of life. I made a comment when we first saw the trailer that this is this anime interested me because it's one of the few anime that takes place at a workplace. Like very few focus on the actual office life, which yeah. I find interesting. And they did a really good job with it because it follows this young saleswoman who is trying to climb the ladder and she's being t- taught by this hulk of a human to, to kind of like put it into perspective she's probably like four foot nine or ten and he's probably like six foot seven five yeah six mm. seven somewhere around there like it, it like you know obviously going into the, like the comedy of the duo um so it's really funny to watch the the dynamic but basically she's trying to learn the trade more trying to get more responsibility he takes her out on sales calls she finally gets to present does a great job then she has one little slip up the next day, gets in her head, you know, life stuff, office stuff, work stuff. So we're basically going back to the the comedy origins of tall person and small person is funny. But see, it's not it's they don't try to make it funny, though. It's it's strictly like a slice of life. 
Like, it's not... They don't go for the humor so much as they go for just trying to, like, poke fun at just this duo. Yeah. So, it's not like they're forcing humor. It's not like, you know... There's, like, one scene where he's walking... They're walking together, and she obviously has to take a few more steps to keep up with him and she yells at him like you know you don't have to walk slow right like I, i'm fine i can keep up with you and he's like no i'm not i'm just you know thinking about the presentation today she's like all right but you better not be walking slow for me he's like oh don't worry i'm not and then he like goes back to his normal walking pace and basically it just it's little screen caps it's sprint. well it's screen like it shows them going to like different offices to do their presentations and he's walking at his normal pace and she's just like slowly like She's trying to catch up, and as they progress, she's, like, slowing down, and they finally, like, the end The end part is him at a, a, a vending machine, and she's just, like, panting, and she's like, you could have <laughs> at least waited. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, like, you know, funny stuff like that, where, like, they do a good job with it. It's not, like, that sort of, like, oh, ha, 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 look at them, look at the short person and the tall person, and wonder what's going to happen next, ooh. Like, they do a pretty good job. Pretty hard. So it was, okay. it's a cute well, slice of life. That's good, then. I, I I am looking forward to watching it again. I tried watching it on the plane, but the, like Funimation app was like, "Ha ha, they're saying words, but you won't know until five seconds as to what they're saying." Yeah, take a guess. No. Take a guess at what they're saying, and then we'll tell you if you're right or wrong. Yeah, and then it's I will really I will say for everyone that's waiting to hear about the hockey show, I did not get around to watch it. Um, my girlfriend is really excited because she can't wait to see me either be uh, in jubilation that it's good or in just a, a really depressed mood if it's bad so we weren't able to get around to watch it but i will be watching it so next week be ready for some female ice hockey conversation and and here i was gonna watch it on the plane but you're like no watch this other one because i'm gonna well, watch listen like listen i i i got through all these other episodes and i'm and i my girlfriend barged in and was like you're not watching the hockey without me and i was like no 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 no, no. we're gonna watch it together don't worry i gotta get ready for this the our recording tonight and she's like okay and we both got busy, and we were supposed to watch it during dinner, and hey, then Bob's Burgers hey. came on, and yada, 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 excuses, more excuses. I don't need to know when you two get busy, okay? I don't. Keep it PG here. We don't. Continue. Ooh, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh my gosh, what is this? What is going uh, on? It's a shit show, but no, it isn't a shit show. Talk to Op Destiny. Woo, that was a good transition. That was really good. Um, Bravo. Yes. Uh, the long of it short, uh, there are music carts, which are girls that are able to harness the power of music to destroy these D2, which are like onyx crystal monsters. And then there are the composers, which are guys, which they basically give the music carts their energy, life energy, not life energy, but just like their energy of just like to like fuel that extra power for the music carts. But like, I don't know what the whole thing of like they lose an arm whenever they do the composing and then they get like a wand that's also just pointless because they're just like, yes, I'm going to point you and go that way. And you're not going to do that thing. This just is like extra as hell. But, um, I mean, just generalize that is what the show is. And they're trying to reach New York, but you know, there's impeding things on the way to New York. But episode one set a, set a good tone, set a decent world building. The characters are interesting. The music cart that we follow, the girl don't remember her name. Uh, 
really freaking just dr- yeah something like that she's very very dry very very like monotone in anything and everything she does and like very literal and just like basically lives for food and sustenance and killing these monsters while the guy the composer is like i just want to play music let me play music can i play music hey look a piano i'm gonna play music oh no a d2 let's kill it cool i'm gonna pass out now mm-hmm. it's like it's a yeah, it's oversimplifying it is what that is. Uh, but I mean, but it, basically, that's that's the gist of it, so to speak. That was the gist of episode one. Yeah. Other than the fact that they like continue like after this initial town, which they introduce the characters and what they do and music and enemies. Like they go down to like another like road stop, but like nobody goes to the road stop anymore because the factory like down the road has some big bad like a big bad. Uh, d2 then like that spawns little d2s and nobody wants to deal with them so they don't come down this road anymore and so they're like cool give us all your sweets and we'll take care of it for you and then we can play the jukebox and they're like okay and they do the thing mm-hmm. no it's really good I, I i like the fact that you like five minutes in you already kind of get how this the the show's gonna progress because like the intro is basically this mom reading to her child the the story of how things have gotten to where they are mind you we're in the year 2047 so it's it's capturing like what i guess would be the equivalent of like the last 50 years or so but there were crystals that came down from somewhere granted power to people they did research on them uh they then kind of got sucked back up into nothingness and they just disappeared. And then shortly after these, these D2, the, the black Onyx crystals came down and started wreaking havoc. And then that's when we saw the music arts, which were like angelic sort of creatures, which I, I like the fact that they made Cosette, the, the, the music art that we're following in this story, very kind of robotic, like, cause it, it really kind of hits home yeah. that she's not from earth. Like she is from somewhere else. Um, there's a funny scene at the end of the episode where she's eating a donut and basically complaining on how the, well, commenting on how humans have gone so far to transform calories or things of nutrients into different shapes and sizes and stuff. And basically comments on how that the one downside is that they put a hole in it and she's trying to like figure out why they did it. And I'm like, Hmm, that's, that's, I like that. That's good. But yeah, yeah, it, it gets you right into the thick of it. And well, so real quick just to rewind, I do think she's from Earth. I think it's just that the being a music music cart is not like a disease, but it's something not good. Because like they also like it's the two of them that you follow and then the third character which is the music cart's older sister who is completely normal and human. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, why are you two the way you are? You're so, like, literal monotone and only want sweets and trying to kill the things. And you, you annoying fuck, you only care about music. Stop playing music. You're going to, like, attract everything. We just need to get to New York so we can cure her and get on with our lives. So it's just like, okay, so maybe in the long run, like, this little girl who is robotic is not actually a robot and that this like music cart thing is really just not a good thing. So I don't know. Yeah. Cause like, 
the way they kind of set it up, it sounded like she was almost infected as a music cart or like became a music cart for some reason. And now they're going to New York to get rid of it. I, I, that was the one little part that I was kind of confused. about. Yeah. I mean, that that's just one of the layers too, that, that makes me intrigued by the show is like learning more about the past and the, the way the characters are. Cause yeah, the composer is named, they, they just call him maestro. Um, like, yeah, we believe that he's human of some kind who knows like there's there's based on the fact that this mom is telling like what is portrayed to be like a fairy tale to her daughter like there's not a lot of information or knowledge as to where the music arts came from their interactions with the composers their relationship with them how they came to be like there's very little it's just like crystals came crystals disappear bad crystals came the bad crystals stayed we don't have music anymore the end and it's like okay i guess we'll fill in the gaps here and there but yeah i I, i'm interested to know more i took their relationship as being like they basically had to team up and so the the it's out of necessity yeah like the older the older uh woman is just like all right you're my younger sister because i have an older sister in new york who we're gonna go meet up with um that's also a music art apparently and you're just some annoying music freak that wants to constantly play and get us in trouble um mind you but I, to, to i really oh, go i was gonna it. say to make something real clear uh playing music attracts d2s so that's why like music is basically like a, a forgotten art because it's sort of like signals doom in an area where there are potentially d2s around um, cause the, yeah, cause like the first scene is the, is the composer going to a piano, like this little kid's about to play a piano in his hometown and the, the, the composer comes in and he's like, Oh, I haven't seen one of these in years and starts playing a beautiful symphony. And like out of nowhere, just from underground, this D2 shoots up, goes right into downtown, like destroys a building or two, like passes a bunch of people and goes right for the piano. And then we get into this big, like first battle. So they've, yeah. they've not like outlawed music but everyone's aware like if you play music you're gonna basically be dead like you're calling for trouble and like so much so much so that like the kids are like what's music and like they follow like a mom and her two kids at first like very young kids and like hopefully one day you'll know what music is and then like the kid stumbles upon the piano which the piano says like in like a white writing at like it's just one thing at first and then all of a sudden you start noticing more notes on this piano like literal handwritten notes but like the note says play me something good one day or something along yeah. the lines of that and it's just like yeah when like i will say the music and the choreography for the fight scenes great like the one thing i mean this is a madhouse and mappa collaboration and they fucking knocked it out of the park oh this yeah. is mappa took that budget from like remain last season and just the shit they pulled with <laughs> I, that i do and just put it into this show i knew you were gonna bring I, that uh, up you knew you knew I it was coming it. you knew it was coming because this show is goddamn gorgeous oh yeah i mean i like i didn't even think we were gonna have to talk about the animation be just no, if, by saying but we do by saying it's mappa and madhouse like end of story yeah, basically but also mappa mappa gave us the shit show that was remain which i still need to finish i think i have two or three episodes left like i remember like last season i was talking about it and i kind of fell off with it i started watching another episode or two and it became an even bigger shit show than it already was and i was telling tyler magically average whatever you want to call him here 
I was telling him more about it, and he's like, I am fully invested as to how this shit ends because holy crap, is it bad? Yeah, like I, he gave and me amnesia when I listen, like listening to the the recap of some episodes. Like it is, it is bad shit. So they they basically just dumped that show and just put the budget into oh, this yeah. one they, because the show is they knew the, what they were about doing. The show is so polished. This show is so polished from animation to sound design to the not even sound quality, but just like how everything matches up. Like the choreography. Thank you. There, there. That's the word. I don't know why I said thank you. I thought of it myself. So. <laughs> um, I was thinking myself. I suppose. Uh, no, but from everything, everything about this show so far, character like character designs are great too. The world setting is like gorgeously grim. It's a great show. I'm really looking forward to this one. Like this, this is my show of the season so far, um, hands down. Mm-hmm. But I mean, uh, okay, sorry. Let me rewind. This is my show of the season so far. That is new. I still need to watch episode two of Jobless Reincarnation. That's probably going to be my my show of the season, to be fair, because I freaking loved season one, which I know you started. Yes, and I am quickly falling in love with it. It's it's good. It's very no, it's, good. It's, yeah, it's for especially for like an isekai too. And and mind you, I'm a I'm a yeah. diehard Overlord fan. Love Overlord to death. R.I.P. But it's not it's not dead. It's just no. I was just saying the main character. He's a skeleton. R.I.P. A video game skeleton. Still. Yeah, that's true. R.I.P. R.I.P. Skelly Man. The show. But what? The 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 everything about the uh, Mashuko Tensei. Um, I'm I'm loving so far. I'm through like three episodes of season one, and it's superb. I will say though, um, because I, I I do agree with you about this season. With first off, how many great shows we have, but talked out destiny being at the top and i i want to push it up past mishuko tensei for one reason and that being just i can't get past all the different animation like effects that they use like there is one scene in particular where they're fighting it's this it's the the fight against the big spider d2 creature thing in, in the desert the deserted town and yeah the music art she normally uses a sword or some sort of saber, but it can transform into a gun. And there's one part where they show the transformation and it's like, it's seamless, right? It goes from a a sword to a gun. Like it's a super clean animation, but it happens in a second. And yet you see every single piece of the sword turn into the gun. Like, and it's so fluid and beautiful. Like, it's not like that sort of like, like they use like the poof magic and it becomes a gun and you're like oh cool it's like shows it kind of transforming in her hand like spinning like wheels form at the it's, end it's of full it it's full on full on ghost transformer it's in, it's insane and like within the span of that 10 seconds it's like her transforming it shooting it once explosion like turning back into a sword going and stabbing something like it's so clean everything like it's so crazy good like I, yeah. I, as someone who definitely enjoys like plot and character development more in an anime, I, I like I, you can't overstep just how 
amazing the animation is in this show. And it's like episode one, right? Like we've seen two battles so far. The world setting is, like you said, like very grim, very dark. Think like like borderlands I would say very dark i would say it is it is very grim it's not very dark it's it's not i it's not like platinum and dark it's just like, no no no, it's no grim grim is the good word for it. yeah it i'll say it's grim and sparse because you get a sense that like the human population has decreased dramatically after these d2s showed up which they do kind of hint yeah. at at the beginning like they killed a lot of people and animals and harmed nature like it was basically just a full-on like apocalypse when these things showed up and they, and they do picture that very well. Like the first you, you start the show in a, in a town that looks pretty normal. Like it's, it's fairly well put in place. Nothing like the buildings aren't crumbling. People are in clean clothes. And then like the second part of the episode transitions to like desert, one lone little restaurant next to this giant, like factory facility of some kind mining facility that's just run down old dusty mechanical buildings like total disparity between the two so i think they do a really good job with that but like i i want the story to be insanely good because then it's there'll be no doubt in my mind that this will be top this season like if if they have a cohesive linear well put out story like i i I can't see it being beaten by anything else just with how it's it's started animation wise so far and everything else with it. So I didn't realize, and I probably should have known this, and we both probably should have known this going into Uh-oh. it. This is based off a mobile game, by the way. We read about that. Remember in the in the or is it? Oh, it's a mixed media. So the mobile game's coming out at the same time. Yep. Yeah, that's right. Yep, that's right. But the mobile game's only coming out in Japan. So R I P S. Yep. Um, but yeah, I think. It'll be interesting to see. I think talk to it'll be a good fight between Talked and uh, Jobless Reincarnation. Just as you said, it depends on what the plot is. I'm really pulling that. Uh, I'm really pulling for Pure Orange uh, <laughs> for you, buddy. I really hope it's good, and I really hope that that becomes I, the top show of the season. Oh my god! Can you I imagine? Is, uh, it's not gonna. Happen, I, I've said it. I've see. said it already, though. If this show, if Pride or, Pride of Orange is good, I will be buying one of their jerseys if it if there's some site that sells oh yeah i'll buy hoodies hats or tooks for all of you canadians out there um i'll buy it all i don't care if if pride of orange pura orde is a good show and it just has to be good okay because my my expectations are are almost near the bottom charts Mm, no that's right no no, no, sorry sorry sorry. opposite opposite yeah I'm setting it low because I don't want to get I don't want to get hurt too bad. I will be buying. Yeah. I think they're called the Fighting Monkeys or something or Flying Monkeys. Oh no! I will be buying that. I, you, I, you mark my word. Whatever episode this is of Baka Bites, for those of you listening, for you too, my good old friend. If this show is halfway decent, I will be buying merch with big old flying monkeys. Show description. Oh yeah, it's going in the show description. You should you should um, make it magically average adopts a monkey. And then in parentheses, sort of. No, just to confuse people, just to really send them off. Mm, let's agree to disagree on that one. <laughs> but like, I'm still pulling to hope. Like, I'm really hoping that my senpai is annoying. Actually, kind of pulls through. I need to watch episode one again. Like, I, with how bad you said the fan services in Miruko uh, Miruko-chan, nailed it. Got it. Um, I 
think I'll watch another episode or two, see if it's any, like, if any plot develops and if it's just quote-unquote plot, um, I'll probably be out on that one. Yeah. But, like, I, I think My Senpai is Annoying has a good shot to be, like, a little dark horse of the season. I'm not going to qualify Demon Slayer as, like, a show for the season. Yeah. It's going to be more of a winter show because it's just a recap of the movie. Yeah, for those... Which the movie's out... The movie's out on Funimation, by the way. Oh, it's it's so. been out for a while. Yeah, for those of you listening who don't yeah, yeah. know, too, again, That's right. I keep forgetting. That. Yeah, if you if you don't know why we're not talking about Demon Slayer, um, it these episodes that are coming out are just one additional new episode that sets us uh, sets up everything that took place between our main characters at the train station and hopping onto the train. Like it's just an episode about that, and then the remaining episodes are just a recap of Mugen Train with new animation and new music that's it so if you watch mugen train and you don't really care about knowing what happened between them jumping on the train you don't have to watch these seven episodes the actual season two comes out in december like 12th or something um i think so don't yell at us don't yell at us it's not demon slayer mid to early december is when the new stuff starts which i know is still technically fall but it's like it's it's winter at that point um so that's why I'm not really qualifying it for this season, even though it's like both Verve and Fun- or sorry Crunchyroll and Funimation just have it p- plastered on their front page of just like again Demon Slayer's here. Whoa! It's just because it's Demon Slayer, just like how they can pick what season they made up a season for themselves. Like we don't come out in fall or winter; we come out in Demon Slayer season, and everyone's just like, all right. And this is nothing to knock Demon Slayer. Like no. I am looking forward to season two. Oh, yeah. Like I am looking forward to season two. But like this is this is this is just a recap. I talked about the movie in one of the other Bakabites or yeah, one of the other Bakabites like way early on, whenever the movie came out. So find the release date in the U.S. I think it was back in May, April, something like something that. Something like that. And go find one of those episodes, and it's in there somewhere. But um, yeah. That's all I got for today. I think that's all you got for today. I'll just say I'm going to continue um, watching Aquatope, but you won't have to hear me drabble on about it. I'm going to watch it in my own time because um, I'm excited yeah. about these new shows, even though I and do nobody's love Aquatope. Watch, and nobody's going to watch Overlord. Thank you all for joining us this week. We hope you had a good time. Tell us what you're watching and why we're idiots at Bakako Podcast on Twitter. And while you're there, you can join our silly small Discord and tell us why we're dumb again. Uh, we will be trying to record a bit. Uh, we're going to try and record these live from now on, which we are live now. Uh, on my channel at Frankfurter on Twitch. It'll be on Mondays uh, between 7 and 8 p.m.-ish Central. I work, like, in an office, and it takes me 45 minutes to get home because traffic, and, like, sometimes I don't leave until 6, so it's, like, sometimes it's, like, yeah, I'm out of the office by 5.30. I'm back at home at 6.15. You hard worker, you. No, it's more like my. Anyways, we're not gonna get into that. We're gonna try and uh, we're gonna be here more often uh, on Monday nights. We'll post if we're not going to on our Twitter at Bakako Podcasts. Um, and then I'm going to try and make a conscious effort to upload these to YouTube. I'm gonna do it. I have it downloaded. I have the first. I have you last week. Listen, I. Downloaded. You don't have to convince me. I believe in you. I know. I, I know you're doing it. To, I was gonna say. I, gotta, I know you're doing it just for yourself. Like you don't. I. I, I gotta believe in, in the heart friend. of the cards. Believe in the me that believes in you. But um, until next time, Spark Triumph, we'll see you then. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Baka! Baka nana. 